Hello and welcome to the Jim Baker Family Show. Coming to you from the village of Morningside, USA, snuggled in the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Today, our special guest is one of America's foremost experts on Bible prophecy and the host of Manifest, Evangelist Perry Stone. Our co-hosts today are Marcella Woodall, Mondo De La Vega, and I'm Ricky Baker. And now, live from Grace Street at Morningside, USA, here are your hosts, Pastors Jim and Lori Baker. Thank you, Ricky Baker, and welcome everyone to our show today. Yes. We have one of my favorite guests, Perry Stone, one of the great evangelists of our day, is the guest for the entire hour on this <laughs> program today. I have a bunch of questions I want to ask. Uh, I, I call them popcorn questions, so but you don't have to be that fast. But, <laughs> but uh, okay, there I'll is, try. There's, I'll try. The scripture talks about the prophecy of the four uh, horsemen mm -hmm. and the angel, you know, of the release out of the Euphrates River. Four angels in the Euphrates, yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, sure did. And I, I would like to know when's that going to happen and it, it, where, what is that and what's going to happen? You know, I just did a manifest program that probably aired on your network on that, on the Euphrates River. So people could, people could go back. Because I heard this and, my whole sure. life. The Euphrates River, which is the border of Iran and Iraq, mm -hmm. basically, is going to dry up. And the kings of the east, which are the area of China, more than likely to be the Chinese armies, are going to come mm -hmm. across that dried riverbed into the area of Israel, Lebanon, Israel, uh, that, that entire Jordan. All that area will be filled with, with so, oh, armies. But I believe the four angels, and I've tried to ask myself, who would these four be? And Jim, I do believe that it's possible that when... The Persians overthrew the Babylonians. There was a Babylonian principality. We do know that Daniel encountered the prince of Persia, which was the strongest demon over the country of Persia. Then the Greeks came, and then the Romans came and had influence in that area. So I do believe that when those empires fell, that that angel of that empire was bound. Wow. And it had no more voice for that empire until the new one took over. So it's going to be Babylon, Media, Persia, Greece, and then the Roman spirit would probably be there. Those are the four angels. And let me tell you how I know, because in the book of Revelation 13, it says the beast was like a bear, a leopard, and a lion. Yeah. That is Babylon, Media, Persia, and Greece. And the Antichrist brings all those together. So to bring them together, you have to have the demons of those empires to come back. Wow. 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 And that's why, except the days be short and no flesh shall be saved, because we're going to have an empire not ruled by one spirit, not one principality, but three to four who are coming at one time out yeah. of the Middle East. Mm. Wow. Now imagine the hell that's in that. Yeah. Because the, the demons want demons want humans dead. Yeah. Absolutely. They want you dead. Right. Yes. They want you dead and they want you separated from God. So that but the Euphrates is really drying up right now. I mean it's really really, really oh yeah. it's, it's you got areas where you could wade out in it ankle deep at So some you part. think this could happen? Oh there's no doubt. Now, so I do, I do, believe, I do believe that the drying up, because you have rainfall at different times that brings the level up, and you have rainfall in Turkey that can bring the level up. But Turkey has several dams that they can shut the water off as well, so they can control the water if there's a drought in their country. Wow. But I do believe, that you're, let me say this, that is an event in the future, but if it's drying up now, what does that tell you? Yeah. Yes. That's, that's how wow. I would interpret that. Wow. That's how I would say that. We are seeing <laughs> satanic assignment, assignment during the prophetic season. Explain why we see the kingdom of darkness attempting to disrupt the fulfillment of prophecies. 
during this time of great prophecy? It's, it's one answer to that. If Satan could ever catch God in one lie, I had a rabbi tell me this. I said, when God said to, Ab uh, God said to Abraham, I swear by myself you will be a nation. What does that mean? He says, it means that if God does not fulfill it, he will destroy his throne in heaven. Mm. That's how powerful his word was. I said, whoa, that's heavy. All right. Prophecy is about the future. God has given certain prophecies, and the Bible says God cannot lie, neither the Son of Man repent. He spoke it to bring it to pass. The promises of God are yea and amen. So God is truth, and he cannot lie. Mm. If Satan can disrupt a prophecy, if he, and I really think he's so yeah. deceived he thinks he can, yeah. that if he could disrupt one prophecy that is supposed to happen at a certain time, what do you think the Holocaust was about? Right. Now, the Holocaust is predicted in Ezekiel 37 in the Valley of Dry Bones. But what if the enemy could have destroyed every Jew there was? What if, what if Hitler would have had his way? What if God had not restrained? What if? Yeah. Okay. But God restrained him. But yeah. the fact is Israel is born after the Holocaust takes place. Mm -hmm. So the enemy knows. That's the great miracle. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so if, a, if God can, or Satan can find a prophecy that God did not fulfill, oh, he, See, he, become, he becomes a liar and then he defaults. That explains defaults everything God. to yeah. people. Why the enemy hates Jerusalem. Right. It's all prophetic. Why would little Jerusalem be <laughs> right. a thorn in the flesh of the world? Right. Yeah. Jerusalem is about the size of Maine. You know, it's not a very big and place. And God keeps turning it over yeah. to the original people. That's Come on, right. somebody. Amen. Amen. I, mean, yeah. I mean, there's been 48 wars in, in, in Israel as a, as a total. Many wars, big wars, little wars, not just modern. There's been 48 wars. Jerusalem has completely been destroyed twice. And rebuilt two times by the Babylonians and in the time of the Roman Empire. It's been under seven occupations of seven empires. And guess where it is today? It's in Israel. It's con Amen. under the control of wow. the Jews. Who could Amen. do that but God? That's right. Show oh me God. a nation yes. on earth that has ever had that happen. Oh there, are none. there are it none. Do, they do wow. not exist. So then if he could destroy Jerusalem or the Jews or Israel, guess what he's done? God has defaulted the promise. Mm. But God can't lie. Amen. <laughs> wow. Amen. Wow. I, I would like to do a, uh, a whole week just to flash questions with you. I don't know <laughs> you if you can handle it or not. But <laughs> you feed can, me. You can answer. Feed me. I'm like, I'm like the old preachers. But, well, give me a place to sleep and feed me. We, <laughs> <laughs> we, have, it. we have it for you. Yeah. <laughs> you can that Mexican restaurant We got back an there. apartment right here. Okay, yeah. yeah. Perry, yeah, could go. we be close? Can I call you Perry? I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. For I call you Jim, though. Reverend <laughs> Perry. Well, I am Jim. That's all I am. <laughs> Could we be close to the arrival of a new global economy? Well, it's been that would be on. under yeah. the control of the beast empire. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, it, from John in Revelation, what thirteen? Yeah. 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 I'll say something. Cryptocurrency came on the scene, especially through Bitcoin. A lot of people invested in that. And then following that, when they saw the money that was being made, you had like a thousand people coming up with, you know, doggy coin and cat coin and bird coin. And, oh, yeah. and you know, and everybody was jumping in real cheap, 10 cents. It would go up to 20 cents right. and they'd cash in. So it was kind of a get rich, get rich quick scheme. But I made a statement when Bitcoin came out. I could have got in Bitcoin when it was $500. Mm -hmm. Now, if I had invested $3,000, I'd have a lot of money. That's a fact. But I didn't. And I said, let me tell you what will eventually happen. I said, this is a coin. Uh, this is a system of cryptocurrency, which is controlled by someone that nobody really knows who it is. They've tried to keep it. They think they know, and I believe they know. But, okay, it's, it's growing. But the federal government of the United States 
is not going to let this be a coin where one person controls. The government must control the money. That's, right. Right. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. Every world government must control the money. So China starts yeah, kind of sure. in the past kind of trying to do away with Bitcoin, but what do they come up with? They come up with their own cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. Every nation is yeah. coming up with their own cryptocurrency. FedCoin is a name that a guy gave an idea of that the federal government should come up with a federal FedCoin in which um, everything basically is digital. In other words, you go to your phone, you never touch cash again, you go to your phone and you swipe it and it deducts this. Your problem with that is hackers. I mean, they've already hacked Bitcoin out. They've already can hack your phone. They can Man, hack. they're hacking I mean, everything. They're hacking everything. And I don't know about my 60 and older crowd that's here. I like cash. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. Me too. No, I want to yeah. pay. I want to see my change. I want to know yeah, you gave yeah. me the right change. Yeah. And yeah. if you if you're going to rob from me, I mean, you're going to try to steal it from me. You know, I, I believe in God, God and guns, and <laughs> the glory of the Lord. So yeah, if, right. if if God don't show up and the glory don't show up, I can defend myself from a thief, right? I believe you can defend yourself right. from yes, thieves and robbers. Yes, I believe that. But you cannot always defend yourself from hackers. You don't no. know who they are, where no. they're coming from, True. and then your money disappears. And you got to deal with your bank and try to get that back and so on. So anyway, my point is that Digital. you're talking about Digital. the currencies. Mm -hmm. There's definitely going to come a mark in which you buy or sell with the system and with the mark, Revelation 13. Mm -hmm. I do believe we're not right on that, but I do believe that there's, uh, I just did a teaching, as a matter of fact, it's an audio CD. I think it's offered on Manifest now called, mm -hmm. uh, it says it, has, it says FedCoin, but it's it's the it cashless, it's the, the doom of cash. That's okay. the title of it, the doom of cash. And in that, I, I bring out five things, and I would bring them out to you, but I don't have my notes, and I don't want to be wrong, but there's five things that will have to happen in the United States before we totally go that way. Mm -hmm. And I want to say this to oh, those watching. Right. If you're watching me and you're, let's say, 55, 60, 65, 70 years of age or older, mm -hmm. you are the hindrance to the cashless society. Because you heard your parents and grandparents. Because <laughs> we talk. don't like it. <laughs> no, you, and you heard your parents in, 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 in talk about the depression and how the banks lost money and so on and so forth. And so my son carries no cash. My son has apps, and when he checks mm -hmm. out, boom, they scan a bill, and it takes it out of his. And he, he told me one day, I said, son, why don't you pay for this meal? He said, well, why don't you? I don't have any money. I said, oh, you're just playing a game with me. He says, no, I carry no cash. He carries no cash. Mm -hmm. Now you'll get in trouble sometimes when you need it. Okay. And you got to have it. So the younger generation will go for this 100, oh, 1,000. Yeah, oh, yeah. But in. those of us who are not as trusting with systems yeah. and with the leadership of those systems, we are very apprehensive to go that way. That's but I want to find something. But Just the world will. But the world How will. many here but the world will. Yeah. would not really trust the new money? Well, I would. That's the yeah. whole group. Everybody. Yeah. Well, they're gonna I love you. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I do too. Any old people here? <laughs> <laughs> old people are smart. They're wise. Stop they're knocking wise. them. No, they are wise because they have and life they're trying experience. To, they're trying to, trying to put old people down. And yeah. the old people literally, have held, literally held the church strong. Yes, yes. And we need the pillars of the church yeah. to stay Amen. strong. Here's, here's stay why. As a, friend of mine, as a friend of mine says, Dr. Cutshaw, he says you got to have two things in every church, the young people and the old. And here's the reason why. 
the young people know the technology. The old people have the theology. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So they know all the, you know, social media, let's go live, you know, in the church service. The older people don't know that, you know, if you want to get your phone working, give it to a three-year-old. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They'll take your picture. They'll post it. Three-year-old, okay? No, it's the truth. It's really crazy. That's not true. That's crazy. That's not fetched. No, that's true. My grandbabies can do more with my phone than I can. A yeah. four-year-old. Mine now, too. You've got te- you got technology, which the youth have, but you have got the theology of the old. Yeah, if you have a church good. of only older people, they won't be using any technology to reach <laughs> people. But r- r- little technology. Yeah, let me little, not. Let me little, not. Say, yeah, because they're just not into it. No. They're into their phone. That's about it. Yeah. But if you have the older and the young, if you have nothing but young, yeah. it's all technology. That's There's right. no wisdom. They're out doing crazy things, living like they want to live, yeah. getting themselves in trouble, you know, true. and the pastor's having to counsel everybody all week long. Uh, true. But if you get older people who can help the younger people and the younger people can be the strength to the older people, you have the zeal and the wisdom. Yeah, that's it. The right church there. has got to have sons and Amen. daughters, yeah. servants Wisdom. and handmaidens, yes. Joel, too, yes. to do the technology and to do the theology. So yeah. you have to have yeah. both. So a church that tells me we're nothing but young people, I say, great, you got zeal and fire but where's your wisdom yeah they're not they're not going to make gr- great decisions right. all the time no. then if it's all the older people i said where's your younger people because when you guys die what you going to do with your church it's, right. you're going to sell it because there's nobody right. to take it over got to have both yeah and that that's what we're doing here we you know i've got a thank you got god a I, god gave me you know i'm going to say thousands of kids but not <laughs> quite that many but but a house full of kids and Ricky was four years old when That's he came right. to me. Way to go, Ricky. Didn't know how to use a phone yet, though. You're the man. You're the man, Rick. No, and no. Ricky, You're the man, Rick. Can you yeah, use it now? That, yeah, that's, right, that's right. And Ricky's already made three babies, so. Come on. Come on. We're gonna... You have the Baker tribe. That's yeah. right. Oh, my it's God. Tribe. It's like Joe, right. Joe, Jake, uh, Joseph, yeah. you know. Yeah, Jacob, we have almost 15. I think it's almost 15, really, in my account. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. I have. I, I am evangelistic county, but, that's, but I have a that's lot right. of, ch- of you grandchildren. Got, you got more coming too. You yeah, know? That's and I, it's it's the blessing oh, really? of God. Absolutely yeah. is. People need to stop cursing the birth of children. Oh. Children are God's Amen. blessing Heritage. to us. I thank God mm. for it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Heritage well, of I've the got Lord. I got a few more questions. Don't move He's, yet. I'm here. I'm here. Don't move. I'm here. I got a. A, a roll in that I want you to look at and then comment we'll talk on about it. it. Yeah, then you'll comment. Let's roll that. Could you roll that, please, control room? Let's talk about central bank digital currencies because the last time you were on, we took a deep dive there. I mean, of the 195 countries in the world, right now, 130 are looking towards building their own central bank digital currency. I, I think it's coming. Uh, I don't think they're a long way. I think it's coming. I mean, the BIS said that by 2025, everyone needs to have an operational CBDC. And if you look at, at uh, if you take the entire gross domestic product of the world, the countries that comprise, to your point, 95% of the GDP globally already have one that in, in production or they are beta testing or they are building the central bank digital currency. Biden signed an executive order to fast track the CBDC. And, you know, so yes, I do think ultimately that it is coming. You look at the things that are being done in this country, and you have to wonder to yourself, why are they doing these things? We create divisiveness in this country. We weaponize the dollar. We're doing everything we can to create an environment where you see this coalition of countries pushing back against the West, even our allies like France, 
pushing back, and all of a sudden sides are being drawn. And what happens? What happens if Saudi Arabia and OPEC at that moment say we're no longer taking dollars and the dollar gets dumped? Interest rates spike, the banks collapse, everything collapses. Why? Because how else, Daniela, do you get everyone who watches your show who said, I'm not taking a CBDC, not a chance of Well, guess what? The, the $155 trillion in debt that the U.S. has, $32 trillion on balance sheet, Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, and government military pensions, $120 trillion, that's owed to the American public, mostly. And as China and Japan and Saudi Arabia dump treasuries, who's buying them all? The American public. You know, by the government's own admission, we have $5 trillion in assets backing $155 trillion in debt, the largest asset. 40% of our assets are student debt. And everything collapses at the exact same time. Stocks, bonds, real estate, the dollar, pensions, 401ks, the banks, everything. But have no fear. And all you need to do is sign on the dotted line and we'll make you whole. Wow. What do, what do you think That's of that? That's a mouthful. It, yeah, that yeah. is a mouthful. Did you hear it Seriously, all? Seriously, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, how, I how saw that How do we prepare? He's saying that uh, digital currency is going to be forced on us within two years. Well, let me, let me look at this from two perspectives. There is a positive side to that in that you don't have to worry about losing your cash. You don't have to worry about your cash being stolen. <laughs> there, there is that one side. Um, you can still buy and sell if you don't take if it doesn't have some chip put in your head or your hand. That's, yeah, could this that, come to the mark oh, this of the could, beast? This is, this is where it's going to go eventually. Eventually, you're, you're going to say, you know what? We're using a card for this. We're using a debit card. Those can be stolen. Here, let's put this in here. I mean, we know it's going there. Yeah. I think most people now can see. Years ago, you'd preach it and they couldn't see. That's right. But That's when something is forced on you, it says in Revelation 13, he causes all, small, great, rich, poor, free, and bond, to receive a mark. And there will be people, remember this, who don't take it. Because there are people in the tribulation who refuse to take this. And they've got to be people who have a knowledge of what we're teaching. Right. Amen. Whether they're people that were part of a church and they were backslid or they, you know, there's people who make their robes white with the blood of the lamb. They weren't right and they make them right. So there is a group like that. There's, in other words, in the book of Revelation, there's different groups. There's a yeah. group in heaven. There's a group on the earth. And that's where it gets confusing, Jim, honestly, to interpret sometimes. But when you have a group of people, you're going to either have to accept or reject a system when it gets to a certain place. I would not say that if this system comes and it's kind of forced on us in a banking system that it's bad until they say, or if they were to say, the only way now we can handle your banking is a computer chip. Then you got to make your serious decision. So I, would, I, don't, I don't get so concerned about cashless because a lot of people are now. I get concerned about where it goes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's, there's levels of this. But it's, I, I personally, I, I prefer to use cash or checks as I would anything else. But it's, the Bible warns us about the mark. Oh, the it's, it's been there for 1,900 years. Yeah. Now think about that. Here's a guy writing about it that saw nothing of what we knew right. that we know right. now. And he writes about it. And he tells us what's going to happen 1,900 years. That's why you study prophecy. That's right. yes. It tells you what's going to happen before it happens. Hey, i got to tell a story. Wow, that's wild. My bookkeeper got a letter one day from our bank. We, we use several banks. Uh, for you know, for different reasons, you don't want to put everything together, so we spread it out. And so, in our ministry, we have a special account 
which called emergency account. If there were to be a natural disaster or a major emergency where we could not function, we set aside income for one solid year to, to help my staff people live. Now, after that, Charlie's out there. After that, Charlie, you're on your own, okay? <laughs> but we, we do that because I am a wise steward of what God has given. We get a letter from our bank that says, uh, uh, urgent. Uh, they wanted. They said this money, now this is my money, ministry money, in my bank. This money will be turned over to the state of Tennessee if you do not respond. And they called me over, and I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. What is this? And wow. she said, well, I got one of these personal couple, about a year ago. But she says, this money has not had any activity. Well, what it does, it just sits in the bank, right? Mm -hmm. And it stays there in yeah, for an emergency. For emergency I don't want any activity. We don't withdraw. Or we don't add to. But they had it. I think they gave us 30 days or something like that. It was There's a time frame. And we had to go to the bank. My wife had to go to the bank and meet with them. And it was a mess. Of course, the guy that was there was new, so that was part of it. But yeah. it took her one hour to, to show them this is legit money. This is our account. The reason we have it is this. And we had to fill out three pages of papers to show why we kept that account and had no activity in it. Or had we not done it, they would have literally turned it over to the state of Tennessee. And wow. we would have had to then go, then go to the state of Tennessee in Nashville <laughs> And try to prove that and get that money back. Now, that kind of freaked me out. Yeah. That because normally you think that, so there have been people, and here's what happens. This lady said to me, she said, oh, we had to send this letter out to a family recently, and the guy has died, and we have no family contacts, and that money's going to be, and that's why if you've ever seen on TV, it says, there may be some money for you in the bank. Yes. That's why that advertisement's there. And you go, the, go there, and you realize, wait a minute. They had took that money out of Grandpa's account because Grandpa had died. They didn't know how to get a hold of anybody. And there it is. And they, you have to go through the paperwork to get oh it. Oh, my. But it's, it's, uh, even, even my local bank uh, came to us and they said, um, now I need to be careful with this because this is more of a private conversation. <laughs> but they said to us, it is our opinion that anyone, in, whether you have a business, in your case a ministry or a church, that if they have more than $250,000 in an account, to spread that out into different banks. Now, yeah. the positive thing with the interest rate going up is there are ways, and most people this is not going to affect, so I'm, you know, I'm not worried about the majority of people watching. But if, you have, uh, if you're a wealthy individual, and most people that have wealth, wealth will know what to do, but if you spread that money out into different banks, they give you interest on it, and you make interest of a high percent off the money in those particular banks. So high interest going up is good if you're a person that invests in those type of things. Mm -hmm. It is bad if you're borrowing the money because now you have a higher interest rate. Mm -hmm. But going back to what you said, why does it take me so long to answer a question? Okay. Can, <laughs> in all seriousness, my wife told me yeah. one time, she says, can you reduce the answers? <laughs> she said, you are, you're just like, you're writing a book the whole time you're answering the question. So, but yes, Jim, one, it's coming. Two, it's not, uh, if it's coming, mm -hmm. it's when it's coming. And three, it's one of those things that I think that oh. I don't think we should be like overly concerned at yeah. this point. But I think what we need to do is. But stay, when does stay Grandma on top know to, when to say stop? No, I, I I won't do that. I think I think there comes a time that Grandma is not going to be able to say stop. That's mm -hmm. it. Now here's what a lot but of. But she doesn't want to take the market of bees. Yeah, but here's what a lot of people are doing. Let me say this. Here's here. But what I'm saying is just on the initial part of yeah. it. Just where they say, okay, we got an app for you to use and use that. And they're, and they're doing it now. They are doing it So now. the younger generation, yeah, like my son, like, like I said, he uses the app for everything. <laughs> yeah. But 
in, in, in line with this, and you're aware of this, and most of the people who study prophecy are aware of this, that a lot of people uh, turn their, uh, uh, they, they go into metals, they go into some silver, they go into some gold coins mm -hmm. and, and things of that nature. Yeah. And numismatic coins, I mean, if they're coins that are old coins, uh, it's very unlikely the government would ever do a recall. Well, why the does the Bible coins. say in the end mm. times they'll throw their gold and silver Be in the streets? Because there will come a time, according to James, mm -hmm. when you get to the very time of the end, that food will be worth more money, right. will be worth yeah. more than that's what you have in your pocket. Yeah, that's, that's it. And a, a loaf of bread. Food's going to be worth. Oh, yeah. Food's, yeah. food's going to be money. Oh, that's right. Food's going to be money because a loaf of bread, I think it's in the sixth chapter of Revelation. Mm -hmm. uh, it talks about a penny, which was the denarius. A denarius was the day's wages. So he was saying that if you want to buy bread, it's going to cost you one full day's wage, which that's would right. be eight hours of work whatever that would be, right. and that is a day's wage in the Roman time, a denarius was. Mm -hmm. So that shows you that your value will be, uh, and I'm talking even now. I mean, I know people that have farms, and they farm, and they raise cattle, and they're having a blast with their family doing it, and they set aside food and what they need, and, right. and, and they dry it, and, and, and they don't do it for any other reason, just having it in the event of natural disasters. Yes. And I've told you before right. that the food that you yeah, have right. here that you've used over the years, we have, yeah. a, lot, we have a lot of it. Yeah. And I do it Smart. for disasters. Yeah. I know that yeah. we could get hit by two nuclear power plants, a problem with sure. that. I know that we could get hit by an F4, F5 tor uh, tornado. We've had that happen before. Yeah. I know that we could be hit with a new Madrid fault line earthquake. Yeah. And I'm not panicking. That's I do right. not stay yeah. awake at night worrying about That's this. Right. Because if I do all I know to do, then it's up, God, it's up to God yeah. to do the rest. Yeah. So I have to, I want to, ask I have to trust God. Yeah. We have I want to trust God. ask you something. Do, do, uh, can we ship food right now if they yes, order? Absolutely. Will it go out right yes. away? One of our affiliate programs is the Augustin Farms. That's the up to 30-year shelf life food that's available. And what I love is they're offering their entire catalog to our partners. When you go to our website, jimbakershow.com, just click on the affiliate link, Augustin Farms. You'll see the food buckets there. We actually, because we're getting ready to go into Christmas, the Christmas bucket is there. So that's a way to get the food, prepared, have your family be prepared, but give it as a gift. That's what we've done every single year. The Christmas bucket's there and available. Of course, we have the number 10 cans. So if you want to stock your pantry to use it every day, that's the thing that I encourage anyone who's watching. Test the food, try it, use it. It really is a product that you can utilize right now, but the food is available. That's up to 30 year shelf life food. And here in the next couple weeks, dad, guess what we're bringing back? We have some legacy seeds and some different seed offers. I, yeah. I personally believe in my life. It's something that I do. I believe just being prepared, knowing how to get back to the basics. I garden. I've started bartering with even people here. You know, I, as I've even this You're past gonna, summer. This is one thing almost every major prepper has told me. Yeah. Have something to barter. Yes, yes. Have that's something it. to. Well, what now, I love you could here, barter because you're growing. Oh, so I have much. a garden. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, I never here. dreamt this daughter <laughs> yeah. would become become. She's yeah. a farmer girl. Well, I have to say this. She has all kinds of. It's actually But this, fun. It is. But this fun. is what I love though. Is even right now in this ministry, I barter my produce because I'm growing so much produce. I've bartered for eggs all summer long, honey, and so we already. It's just a part of life, though. Yeah. That's what. What it is. And you get to know the people. That's it. And that's part you of build a relationship. Yes. Listen, listen to me. I wish my grandma was still alive because I sure love grandma. But she would tell you this yes. because the, the my 
last generation, the, my grandparents, and, and my grandmother lived to be almost 90. Yeah. And, and, you know, she, she grew her plants. She grew yes. stuff. She she had chickens. She <laughs> would take a chicken and wring its <laughs> neck right. and cook it. And, you know, she just grandma could do it all. And people kind of looking kind of down at farming. And yet... The, the farmers are the only one are going to survive in the, what's coming if we're not careful. Yeah. The people yeah. have gardens and well, plants know. and all. Yeah. And so yeah. uh, I, I want, you know, you know, Nana, you, you have worked so hard to learn to grow. Yeah. And I'm passionate and I think about it. Absolutely. You will, we'll be coming to you. In, that brings something to barter. That's all I gotta Bring say. It, yeah, there you go. Come on, tell us. There you but go. I do truly, you know, I'm passionate about equipping. That's I'm right. watching a generation right now. You know, my generation, there's so many young women that I've been able to minister just because I'm teaching them how to sour make sourdough bread and we're planting gardens together and we're helping each other to learn and to grow. So I see how God utilizes these moments where there is a generation that is waking up. We are seeing that, you know, we're raising children now. We're now yeah. in a place where we have responsibilities to raise children as yeah. well. Let me tell you something, two things. One is my wife a couple years ago said, I'm going to grow tomatoes in the backyard. We have a stone mountain pool that one of our partners built. We have a beautiful backyard. I said, where are you going to put it? She says, right there. I said, you're not going to put that up against the house. She said, just be quiet. <laughs> she, she brings bells of hay, straw and hay that's, yeah. that's tied up. She cuts a hole in it. She puts that much potting soil in it, and she grows tomato plants that were yes. eight feet tall. Yes, it's And awesome. she goes out there and starts picking tomatoes it's off, great. and it took up no space whatsoever. And we had so much fun that summer just watching yeah. stuff grow. Yeah. And, and so what you said, and let me talk to you, you know that when we got some of your food, I went crazy over moose milk. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> you're right. the one when that loved that no, morning. When she brings it up. No, I'm telling you. That's good. That's right. Okay, here's what I did, though. Here's what I did. I didn't pay attention to the carbs. I have to watch carbs. <laughs> oh, so yeah. I'm pouring it. And yeah. I like I like whipped cream. I just do. Oh, and and butter. I just like whipped cream and butter, okay? Honestly, <laughs> I do. So I wanted it really creamy-like. And I put like that much. And I'm drinking <laughs> one. I'm telling it happened. And I, I put, so I pour the entire bag. Do you know how many... I'm, I, you know, I have, high, I have gl high glucose. Do you know how much carb is in it? Oh, boy. So I was like, hey, okay. Oh. Moved, yeah. oh. I was like a cow on it. But I thought it was a cow when it was over with moose milk. But it is great. And we've yeah. also, there's something, uh, yeah, uh, is it chicken and rice that's in there? Yes, it's I couldn't good. believe it. Yeah, I couldn't I know. believe it. And so I want to just comp say to you that if you if you like stuff that really is good in quality, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, it, Jim has that, and we'll yes. cook. We'll pull some out every now and then. We'll That's say, fix it. this or fix that yes. soup or fix yeah, it. Yeah, we you know. we are encourage people to yes, try to it, use it and yes. learn how to use it. Yeah, to make sure you know. So if you do have a crisis, yeah, and, and those packets of food, they're going to be we they're going to be worth more than gold. Yes, right? I'll tell right. you, gold's not going to be worth anything when the world falls apart. That's yeah, it. people want to eat. Will yes. People want to have stuff for their kids. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That's it. So it's very, very yes. important that you're you're prepared. And so I'm glad we that we're going to have seeds back. Because yes, we are. It's you exciting. know, seeds have become hard to get. They have, yes. It, the heirloom very seeds. So, so we need to do. Well, that. they're making. They're making like you have seedless watermelon now, right. and you know I look at it and I said, well, it really is. It's pretty much you know yeah. maybe for some little places, yeah. That's right. but they're making things yeah. where it does. Wonder why they? You know you wonder why that? Why does that happen? Yeah, yeah. That's why good. would you want something that's seedless? Yeah. Wonder if that has to do with 
when the time comes, you have to go to a certain company That's or a certain it. place. Mm-hmm. I'm just asking. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I'm going to do shows more like this in the future. Just do fast, fast questions. Uh, Israel and Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. have never had diplomatic relations, but the U.S. is actively negotiating a peace deal. Would the, a two-state solution be, what would be the price of that? What, what do you think it would work? Well, there's always been, as you know, ever since Israel became a nation in 48, a question about that it was called Palestine mm-hmm. before 1948. Yeah. Now, what right. a lot of people don't realize is Jews were already living in Palestine, and not all the, you know, we, we think it was just Arabs and there were no Jews. There were Jews farming land. Mm-hmm. There were Jews taking the swamps and turning them in. Not a lot, mm-hmm. but, but what, compared to how many there are now. But there were Jews and there were Arabs and there were Christians. Those were the three Arabs, Arab Muslims, Christians, uh, Arabs, and Jews. And they all pretty much honestly got along. Well, when, the, when it was reformed as a nation, the surrounding nations of like Syria and at that time Egypt wanted to fight Israel and, and try to get the Jews out of the land. And so that's why there's been a conflict from this point on hmm. is who really owns the land. Two-state mm-hmm. solution is to say that all the territory that Israel won during the 67 war, a lot of the 73 territory was given back, but the six, which would be the Golden Heights, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. A certain the West Bank, uh, Gaza, is in other words to give it back into total Palestinian control. The, one of the mm-hmm. reasons that hinders that is if you look at a map of Israel, that if you gave back the entire West Bank, you only have a small strip from the Mediterranean to the edge of the West Bank where the Jewish people would have full access. Another thing is Gaza is in the corner, and you have Israel here because the West Bank doesn't go all the way into Gaza, so that's the issue there. Then when you go up into the northern area, you have the West Bank, but then you have, so you almost have three locations Mm -hmm. that have Israel in the middle of them, Mm -hmm. and they're all strong Palestinian uh, Arab areas mm-hmm. but they're they're going to work on saying palestinians will have their state and the jews will have their state and they're trying to this is this is happening now they're building underground tunnels in parts of israel mm-hmm. so that you can go from one area without going on the surface in your car and you will go underground they've already got tunnels they're building and when i was there they were building a massive tunnel yeah. so they are they are already preparing for mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. that in my opinion based on some arab yeah. friends the deal has basically been made. It's just the logistics. You remember when Trump uh, wow. took the embassy and right. officially yeah, said, yes, you remember yeah. that? Do you know, I, got, uh-huh. I, 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 I laughed so hard. I was watching the news, and they said, this is a terrible decision because, first of all, it's going to cost Americans uh, hundreds of oh, millions of yeah. dollars to build an embassy. That embassy has to be built, <laughs> line number one. Yeah. Line number two, and if they move it there, right. there's going to be a World War III among the Arabs in the, in the Middle East, especially the city of Jerusalem, line number two. Mm-hmm. So I watched the media lie. Here's right. what was funny. Ready? Like Before this. Trump became president, I passed a building on Ramat <laughs> Ramat Hotel or whatever they call it, it means the hill of, it's the hill overlooking Bethlehem. They have a restaurant there that we mm-hmm. always ate at, okay? You know what my guide who was Arab said to me every time we went up to the hotel? You see the building? This is the next U.S. embassy. It's already built. Wow. I said, no, wait a minute. <laughs> That's the embassy. Oh, my God, brother. It's a uh, done deal. Uh-huh. Listen to me. Listen to me. Uh-huh. This is the building. It's already made. All they're waiting is for the President of the United States to make a decision. He told me that for three years. 
Three oh, years. Wow. And so I knew when the news said we're going to have to build a building, it was already there. It was already. So it was there. All Trump had to do was give the permission for it to be moved yeah. there. So. And so that shows you how the media yes. plays a wow. scenario to try to form. And there were no riots. I mean, there may have been a few protesters, but it never led to the division of Jerusalem. It never led to the protest. Fake news again. Yeah. You know, trying to form a scenario of fake news. The again. church has got to stop believing these lies. Well, I mean, they just they just sit there and lie straight to our faces. You, uh, How you, many times do we sit there and watch the news? Oh, and I go, Jim, they just lie straight to our face. They're they, lying yeah, straight to yeah. us. And any time, in any time, I want to I want to make people aware of something. Anytime you hear a uh, a secular media or a newspaper say it has been alleged, yeah, they use alleged because they don't have proof. That's it. Yeah, and they use alleged to protect themselves from a lawsuit. Yeah. Because if they were they were if they were to outright report it, and then they will say, according uh, this gets me. According to a source who asked to remain anonymous, right. do you realize <laughs> you can tell pages of lies and say a source, and you're the source you're making the, it up? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, and I've seen it, it's and it's real. like this That's is right. just so crazy. Why would? And I just, honestly, if it's in a secular paper, and I hate to say this, yeah, I'm very okay. skeptical, especially yeah. when it's a report on a person. I've been through some of that. And I, yes, know, yeah. I know the game they play, of and course. I know how they play it. And uh, so uh, yeah. you have to be careful. Wisdom. Everybody say wisdom. 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 Say this. We need wisdom. We need wisdom. We have to, we have to pray for wisdom. Gone today. Pray. I want you to be sure to order the book. This is his mm -hmm. new book, The Journey into Eternity, Life for the Next 1,000 Years. Would you like to know what life's going to be like? Yes, amen. I love in the this new because, Jerusalem I mean, up in points, heaven. Yeah, Terry, I mean, when you hit these points, you said on the back of the book, what will you experience after this life? Over 46 years of in-depth biblical research yeah. is compiled in this book that reveals life after a believer dies and life for the next 1,000 years and beyond. Some of the subjects include what happens to the soul and spirit the moment a believer dies. What are the spirits of believers and martyrs while they await the resurrection and on and on? And Perry goes through and answers mm -hmm. all those, these questions, many questions in this one book. So, so you get both yours. the book and the tape. Yes, yes, and the two CD albums. Yes, so you receive both items, the book and the two CD album. The Temple of the Tabernacle of the Testimony is included in this offer for $35 donation. And you that also includes shipping and handling. The way that you order is you go to our website, jimbakershow.com. We have created a brand new affiliate with Voice of Evangelism with Evangelist Perry Stone with the Jim Baker Show. So go to our website, jimbakershow.com. Click on that link, Perry Stone Ministries, and you will order the book directly from their ministry. They will ship it directly to your home. And one of the things, Jim, you know, you, you had so many books being moved, it became difficult yeah. for you and your team to get these out. And yeah. then you'd have yeah. to wait for ministries to ship you the yeah. books. And, and the affiliations that they're yeah. doing is yeah. a genius. Who came up with that, by the way? This one. Money really? Mm -hmm. Okay, it's a genius idea because what yeah. happens is, you go through Jim's website, uh -huh. you, you, you come to a special page where yeah. this material is, right? right? And what we do is we handle the shipping from where we are, yeah. and we start working on it within three days. Yeah, that's that excellent. doesn't mean you're going to get it in three days, because yeah. Postal Service has to deliver it. Right. Right. But it, right. is, it has really helped the ministry. It's amazing. It's, it's yeah. helped the ministry to get more material yeah. out much faster. Amen. Everything you order now goes directly out. Goes yeah. directly mm -hmm. out. So it's, it's really an exciting program mm -hmm. and so now 
We're so happy that Perry Stone's ministry is is connected with yes. our special program. Thank you. And you, you'll get your material directly from their supply house mm -hmm. and their warehouse. Okay. President Putin uh, visited with the leaders of Turkey, Africa, uh, North Korea, and Iran a few days ago. Do you have any idea what the implication <laughs> of this is? Well, every one of those nations, except North Korea, is basically Gog and Magog coming together. Mm -hmm. Because Turkey is the area of Tagarma. Mm -hmm. And it, even, even Gog of Magog, those names can trace back to part of Turkey, not just Russia. But Why is Turkey is powerful? The, the Israelis told me, when I say the Israelis... Because I want you... Yeah. God spoke to me years ago. About Turkey? Yeah, to watch Turkey. Hmm. And I have no idea why. I, I still don't know. I asked a, a former prime minister of Israel, a prime minister of Israel, let me say it that way. I asked him and I asked several men that were in the military. I said, who's your greatest threat? Well, I thought they would say Iran yeah. or Iraq, and it was Turkey. And they said, Turkey has the military numbers. Turkey has the weapons. And wow. Turkey has the influence in southern Russia from the old Turkish Empire, the Ottoman Empire, uh -huh. to be the one power that Israel has to keep its eye on. And this, this came from, this came, so for them to go into, another thing about Turkey, Turkey is the headquarters where the seven churches are mentioned in the book of Revelation. It was Asia Minor, which is Turkey. Yeah. And you can visit that sometimes on a cruise or a tour. They still, they're, they're, they're ruins, of course, now, yeah. of these ancient cities in Revelation. But when you begin to see these um, nations talking to one another, working together, and I say working together and coming together, it just reminds me of that Gog of Magog alignment that will come eventually. Mm -hmm. That's the next big war somewhere in the future. Yeah. That's a scary bunch. That's, yeah, it, no, it is. It is. And, and when you hear the rhetoric, I, I will tell you this, that in Iran, they call themselves Persians. One of the greatest moves of the spirits happening in the underground church with everybody under 30 years of age. Wow. There are Praise hundreds God. of thousands of Christians there. Wow. But they have to keep secret. Yeah. I know this for a fact. I, I know for an absolute fact. So Persia, uh, there's a scripture about Persia would be the throne of the Lord one day. And those Christians believe that one day after the war of Gog and Magog, whenever that is, they believe it's possible that it will defeat the radical element to the point that they will be able to let the gospel hit that country like crazy. Mm -hmm. And everybody's going to be wide open for a very short period of time to receive the gospel. Wow. And then it really introduces another level of the time right. of the end when, when that happens. Mm. A lot of harvest things. Time. A lot it's of things. Oh, time. it is. It's harvest time. Amen. And I just want to make an appeal just as we did a moment ago for those of you that you, you maybe you occasionally get to watch the programs with the special guests that come on or the programming that comes on. Um, you know, uh, Jim Baker is a hero for me. And uh, I say that as a 64-year-old minister, and I'm going to mm -hmm. tell you why, because mm -hmm. I made a statement that if I am going to follow someone into a battle, and I'm talking about spiritual leaders, I don't want someone who just read a bunch of books and said, I think we can do this, boys. <laughs> Give me somebody that's been to hell and back about six times, that's been stabbed in the back, <laughs> that's got wounds, that's still standing yeah, strong yeah, and man. believe God, Amen. and let me, let me follow that person yeah, into the battle. I Amen. Agree. Seriously. And all of my, all of my war... Uh, I've got I've got these challenge medals that the military guys give me. I love them. They send them to me. They are fantastic. I got uh -huh. Navy SEALs and all these guys. But all my military guys understand this, that if you're going to go with the leader, you want a guy that's had experience. You want a guy that's been there. You want a guy that when you get in the ambush, 
can tell you, here's hunker down because here's what we're about to do. You know, one, one leader many years ago, uh, he was a general and he was on an island and the troops came to him and said, we're surrounded. What are we going to do? And the general said, fight him and don't let one of them escape. Wow. Mm. That's what a real leader does. Yeah. He mm. says, we can do this. We can make it despite what's happening. Yeah. Now, I say this prophetically in the very near future, and it could be this year into next year. It could be, but it's going to be soon. The network that you're watching is going to become one of the most important resources of information when the when things begin to come down, when things begin to take place, because there are so many other places that will not cover what you hear here. Mm -hmm. They just won't do it. They won't talk about it. They won't deal with it. They say, uh, you know, when you're when you're on, kind of leave that alone, skip around that. I've been told that before at different places. Be careful what you say. We don't want to stir people up. But this network is not that way. It's mm -hmm. Jim Baker never tells his guys, don't talk about that. Don't bring that up. Mm -hmm. In fact, he's the kind that eggs it on. <laughs> and when you've been, no, when you've been through true. as many battles as he has, yeah. and God has brought you through, yeah. you don't fear yes. nothing. Amen. That's right. Amen. Uh, but I, I'll, you don't, say, no, you, I, you don't, I'll say this, really. and I, I'll probably get in trouble for saying this, but probably 95% of Christian networks today censor their programming. It, it, that, right. It's true. It's true. There's only one major one that I know of that pretty much lets the truth come out. But a lot of them, you know, right. and, and, and it causes a problem in the country or the people or they get hate mail and they don't want to have to deal with. They're it. worried about opinions, opinions. being woke and, That's and, right. and being wrong or, or being contrary to what the world is teaching. Yeah. And so they, they can they, they, yeah. they just changed. They, they wet down or water well, down the gospel. I had a minister tell me, he sat me down. He's a great man of God. He has a mega church, by the way. And he said, Perry, I want to tell you something about a lot of pastors. He said, you're not going to get invitations from half of these people, maybe most of them. And I said, well, that's fine. I've got places to preach. But he said, but I'll explain why. He said, Be, these men love you. They tell me they watch you all the time. But they said, because of your prophecy preaching, they don't understand prophecy. They think it's kind of an antiquated teaching. And they're afraid that their members are going to get caught up in it. And they do not want you to come to the church, although they'll watch you. Hmm. Well, that's their opinion. That, I mean, honestly, that's up to them. Because as I said, thank you, Lord. Do I you, got, I, I got I a lot of places something, to go. But... Do you understand what that what you just said? Do you understand what the part because the part that I'm shocked because I have always been a believer in the prophets. I've I've when I was 19 years old, a prophet laid hands on me and prophesied <laughs> everything that's happened to me right oh now. Oh my goodness! And Praise so God. I believe Thank in you, Lord. I believe in the prophet. Well, the situation that I see there that that bothers me. I had a guy call me that at one time had a 15,000 member church. And that's a limited number of men, but I won't tell you where because I won't give it away. And he said, Perry, you know, I came up under you as a kid when I was in college. And he said, God's blessed me. But he said, I preach to millennials. I preach to the younger of the 40 and under is my church. He said, but I'm afraid of something. And I said, what is it? He said, they are so, they love the technology and their phones and their apps so much that I honestly believe that the mark of the beast could come and they would accept it as something cool. Yeah. I said, yeah. are you serious? And he said, yeah, but how am I going to preach it to them? Because. Because the moment you start preaching it, they get all worked up because right. you're almost preaching against the technology. Mm. But you, I said, well, you're not preaching against technology. It's for, it's for good reaching people, but you're preaching against where it's going. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's what you're exposing where it's going. That's and right. so I, I, I want to tell you that, that it doesn't bother me other than I, 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 for those guys' members, I said, what are you guys going to do? I told a guy, what will you do when the big earthquake comes? What will you do when the tsunami comes? And your people are crying out, yeah. wanting you to tell them what's happening. That's what are right. you going to tell them? Yeah. When you should be telling them, guys, this is happening, but God's going to help us. God's yeah, going to take care Thank of us. Lord. Just yeah. be ready. Don't right. feel, right. you know, you can do that. You, yeah. That's what we're here for is right. to preach the, that too. Exactly. Amen. Do you believe like, I really believe that we're on the edge of the end times, and I know the end times because I read the Bible. Yeah. But I, I believe we're on the brink of catastrophe beyond anything man's ever seen. Uh, earthquakes, uh, volcanoes, uh, storms, things like we've never seen before. Unrest. I believe these are the perilous times the Bible talks no, about. No question. Do you believe that? Yeah, I do. I do. And in Joel 2, if you read Joel 2, it says there'll be, there'll be signs of the sun, moon, and stars. And then he, then he talks about this, that there would also be before the great and terrible day of the Lord, blood, fire, and pillars of smoke. Yes. Before. Now, the great and terrible day of the Lord, as you know, is the tribulation. Mm -hmm. So he's giving us the sign where we're at before things right. get into the tribulation, right? And it's Now, you it's, come to believe that the church may go through the tribulation. Is that true? I still am, I still lean pre-trib, but I do know this. I do know the way it was preached growing up, it's like before it gets bad, before anything bad, we're out of here. I do not believe that. I believe that there could be absolutely horrible things, just like you're preaching. Tragedy and earthquakes happen before because the Bible indicates they're the birth pains. Yeah. So I, that, that I do believe. There's no doubt the birth pains are going to bring about all of this that you're talking about, and I'm talking about the time of the end. Yeah. But I do know that when you begin to look at Joel, he said, blood, fire, pillars of smoke. And mm -hmm. I did a lot of study on that. That's volcanic eruptions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. So you see 45 volcanoes, what was it, two months ago, that were either smoking or going off, or there was evidence yeah. of them around the world. Yes. So what people need to do, and it doesn't, you know, for you that are watching, everybody maybe has a different opinion of the timing of the coming of the Lord or certain events. But I will tell you that what you have to do is keep yourself. Jesus taught them, do not, not in the whole Bible, be aware, That's watch right. and pray, yeah. keep your eyes open. And the only way you can do it is be alerted to the men and women of God who are hearing from God. Now, someone says, well, I just don't listen to it because it all sounds negative to me. You got to go. You got to know where you're headed. Yeah, yes, that's, that's right. That's the thing. Right. We're, we're preaching this so that you can tell your family what's about that's to happen right. because they're not ready. That's See, right. It might not they're just not be. Ready. It might not be for you because hallelujah, I'm going whenever, who, whenever right. the train comes by. Okay, great. <laughs> what about all those kids and grandbabies? Right. right. All right. That's why you get something, and I'm not pushing a book, but I am. Okay, because yeah, you need this. Because they need it. This right here That's will take it. you from death all the way to when the New Jerusalem comes Amen. down. And uh, I tell awesome. you, I tell you what you can do. You ought to get your youth together, or you or. Oh. And let and Good read idea. it, and then let them ask questions about yeah. it. Have a Bible study. Break it up into six, seven parts. Mm -hmm. It'd be well worth it. Excellent. But what I was saying earlier, I hope that many of you will will partnership with the ministry here and to keep it strong so that when the moment comes, when there's a national event, a national, an international event, and you're saying, wonder what they think about that. You know what you can do? Flip Amen. that television yeah. on. Because Jim will have somebody on explaining it. Somebody yeah. will be Amen. here, yeah. or Armando will be here, or someone will be here, and they're going to have somebody on. We've called in Brother So-and-So, 
God gave him a vision. We want you to know. And you know what? Can I tell you? Somebody asked me, with all your 175,000 hours of of study, Mm. are you scared? Zero. Amen. I can honestly look at you in the eyes before God. If I stood at the judgment, this is not an embellishment or a lie. I have zero fear because I know the future. Yeah, Amen. that's right. And that's where that's where that's where knowledge, that's where teaching this yeah. empowers us. Yeah. Because we know what the end is. Yes. Right. And you know Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I have my relationship. And he's I have prepared a, a place. And he's already told me, he said, I'm going to take care of you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I mean, you can't lose if you live and you can't that's lose it. if you die. That's right. I mean, that's if you right. live, he's going to t- help you through Come anything. Really? And if you die, you're going to heaven. You don't have to worry about it. That's right. So, you know, and if you go in the rapture, whenever that is, then right, you're, you, you really don't have to worry about it. So uh, I, I want to ask you one last question. Uh Israel and Saudi Arabia have never had diplomatic relations, supposedly. That's, I think I said that before. Right. Mm-hmm. But the U.S. is actively negotiating mm-hmm. this peace deal. Mm-hmm. Would a two-state solution be better? Would it be work? Would it be, what would be the price of that? Well, going back to that, because we discussed that just a moment ago, but we didn't, we didn't finish. I'm glad you yeah. brought that back up. And that is that if you, there's a verse of scripture in Daniel 9, 27, he makes a covenant with many for one week. Then in Thessalonians, Paul writes about the time of the end. And he says, they shall cry peace and safety. The word safety there, when I did a word study meant security, they shall say peace and security, but sudden destruction comes. So we're going to see a movement. And when president Trump was in office, I was pretty amazed, very amazed. When he started, uh, Jared, his son-in-law, was responsible for a lot of the groundwork on this. They started making peace with those Arab nations over there. Mm-hmm. And it was really for economic purposes. It wasn't that the Arab nations necessarily agreed politically with Israel or their idea or the land versus peace. But it was about money. It was about Israel has a great technology, medical. I mean, uh, I was told by a prime minister of Israel one time that we are going to solve we're going to find the cure for every disease known to mankind in Israel. We won't find the cure. Mm. And so they're geniuses. They and so are. these countries want to get economically connected, right? But they made peace with four countries. There is going to be, there has to be at some point, and it may come after the Gog of Magog war. It's very likely it, that'll be a big key, but they're going to come in and start literally making major peace treaties with the nation of Israel. But the Antichrist, whomever he is, will be the person that will break those treaties right in the middle of those seven years. He will go to Egypt, Libya, and Ethiopia, and Daniel 11, take those three countries completely over northern Africa. And then he comes into Jerusalem, into the West Bank area, and takes over half of Jerusalem that used to be under the control of the, of the country of Jordan. Wow. And that's why Zechariah says half the city oh. will go into captivity. Okay. And that's why half of go. Jerusalem goes back to where it used to be before the 67 war. Mm-hmm. And so it all makes sense. You know, yeah. this is another thing mm-hmm. that is, it's, it's, it's very interesting. I mean, I'm thrilled if they can make a peace agreement and, and people can visit each other's countries and get to know each other. And I was in the country of Jordan, went to Petra, and one of my guides uh, there had fought Israel in the wars. There were several wars, the 67, 73, and he was a, happened to be a Christian man. And we were talking to him, and he said, let me tell you how it's changed. He said, in the earlier days, the older people my age 
did not like Israel and did not like the Jewish people because of what happened in 1967. He said, but my younger generation of 30 and under do not remember the wars. They do not remember the refugee camps. They don't remember how there was such confusion after 67. And he said, they have friends in Israel who are Jewish kids. Mm -hmm. And he said, they text each other all the time. They visit each other all the time. And he said, there's a new generation coming up that does not want war anymore. They want peace. Mm -hmm. And this is where some of these verses about how they're going to be able to get peace in these countries will come to pass is because of a younger generation. But there will be Again, a radical element that will rise at the time of the end. They're still there. They have not changed. In Mm. one Muslim country, as a matter of fact, one radical group has burnt down 25 churches and 300 Christian homes. I just got that report last week. And so they're still there. It's not like these these individuals who think that way are going to go away. Mm -hmm. So they will reorganize at the very, very end of everything. And that's why you see the warfare taking place called the Battle of Armageddon. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Jim, did you ever think that you would live this long, honestly, to see all this happen, really? When you were younger, starting out, I'm going to live to see all these prophecies in my lifetime come to pass. Can I tell you, Mm, I didn't. It's scary. No, I, I really did. But really, Jim, when you think about it, you got to live to see it happen. To see it happen. Can I tell you why? You want the answer why you I live said. this long? Why? For this network. Amen. Um, this this yes. network had to be birthed yes, for the yes. time of the end, for the days for the days or what years or however long we've got left. Time's gone. Would you close in prayer? Yes, I would. Okay. Amen. Father, we yes, thank sir. you for this time that we've had together with the wonderful people yes. and this this great network. I want you to continue thank to bless it. Lord. I want you thank to. You. Raise up uh, partners for it, Lord. And I also want to thank you for those that will receive the material. And my prayer is, God, that the eyes of their understanding will be opened. And many people are going to come to the Lord in these days ahead. And we thank you for your blessings and favor. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. you got about 49 seconds left, Jim. Amen. (laughs) Amen. I want you to remember God loves you. He really does. And I want to thank Perry Stone for being with us today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Anytime, anytime. I want to thank our evangelist, Perry Stone, for being with us today. And don't forget to order his book and stand with our ministry. Your support is so very, very important. I want you to remember, God loves you. He really does. Bye-bye for today. Bye-bye. We love you. Our mission is to fulfill the great commission of Jesus Christ to go into all the world and to preach the gospel to every person. We want to thank you for standing with us and your support. To see more content like this, go to watchjimbakershow.com. Remember, like my dad always says, God loves you. He really does.